Welcome to episode 10 of Rabble, Rabble, Rabble. This is UK Peter, bringing it to your front door like an Amazon Prime package. I'm here to let you know, that we will be using the B word, the D word, the F word, the C word, the L, M, N, O, P word. Basically if you're offended by words, you can go smell a homeless man's farts and tell me that it's only words that still offend you. Please welcome your host Sir Dennis McMahon, and Miss Lindsay Hobbs. Sir Ryan Richardson is out today because he accidentally cut his wanker off. That's too bad about Ryan. So violent. Cut his wanker off. I know. Now in the, in the British community, is the wanker the hand and the dick is the wanky? No. Or I, is the wanker the dick? The wanker is generally the dick, I believe. Yeah, because to me, I think a wanker is like an action, right? So maybe he cut his hand off. Like, did he get caught stealing in the Middle East or he, he got his dick cut off? And was it self-inflicted or how did this all happen? I have so many questions. Knowing Ryan, it was self-inflicted, you know? Yeah, he does seem pretty uh, pretty down on his luck these days. <laughs> it's pretty bad when you text him. He's just like, I'm the worst person ever. Like, Jesus, buddy. <laughs> Just text you to say hi. <laughs> you got to have a little self-confidence in your text game, you know? <laughs> it's this world, man. It brings you down. It does. He will be missed this week. But he will be missed. We will uh, try to persevere and carry on. I, I got to go back to our opening with UK Peter. I know this entire time we've been talking about bringing it to your front fucking door like an Amazon Prime package. <laughs> But there's a lot of controversy when it comes to Amazon Prime these days. A lot of people saying you should cancel your Prime membership and like shop locally or like use the local post office. But they're like canceling the post office because Trump doesn't want people voting by mail. So he in, he uh, appointed a new uh, postmaster general and he has cut overtime to postal carriers to like slow down delivery of the mail so now they're saying if you live in a vote by mail state election day isn't november 3rd it's actually like october 19th you have to get your like mail-in ballot back like three weeks ahead of time because unlike your taxes that if they're post-dated april 15th it's okay which means you can mail it out on that day they are not doing that mail-in ballot for voting this year you have to have it in and counted before november 3rd on top of that i voted for by mail in the primaries and my ballot was rejected because you know when you're like checking out and it's like signing a credit card you just sometimes blah 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 blah, blah and you right. move on well i kind of did that on the ballot just blah, 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 real quick well because it didn't match my signature that's on my driver's license which is what they have on file they rejected my ballot and they How? called me and they're like Hey, did you, is this how you meant, you know, like it was a whole ordeal. Now that was just a primary, so it didn't matter, but kind of matters. I, I, I think they're going to be some shenanigans when it comes to mail-in voting come, come November. Yeah, of course there is. You know, it's going to be all fucked up. Yeah. Well, it's like Trump right now, his big argument against it is I don't want it because I don't want to have to wait past election night to found out I, I lost. Like, that's genuinely, he's like, I don't want to be waiting weeks and weeks and weeks. Like, you realize New York had a primary in June, and they just found out the results. Now, that shouldn't be a big deal, because who cares? You count all the ballots. And if you are if you are insisting on this antiquated system of, like, handwritten ballots to be counted, 
then it's going to take a month. That's just right. how it is. Right. But there, people are complaining that takes too long to figure out who wins. And I'm like, this is just a preposterous. <laughs> like that, that's our complaint. That ah, I don't want to count everything. Just like where if we get close enough on election night, let's just call it because they're treating it like a, a game show. You know, we don't want to wait till next week for the reveal on The Bachelor to see who gets the rose. <laughs> you want to find out right away, like who's getting voted off the island. We can't be waiting like a, a month to find out. I go the other way. I'm like, I don't really care. Like it, because it really doesn't matter until January 21st anyway. Right. 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 So it doesn't matter. And in 2000 election, when it was Al Gore versus George Bush, George H. George W. Bush, it got decided on December 12th by a Supreme Court decision that they that you should stop counting the votes in Florida, and they just that automatically made George Bush the winner. So it's like that one went on a long time. And none of us remember that being like, oh, my God, this is going on forever. And they still got it wrong. But yeah, (laughs) well, who knows? That's terrifying. (laughs) It's really funny to watch him like set up the psychological seeds. Yeah. So it's like he's already starting. So is he a genius or he just he know how to fuck with shit? Is he an agent of chaos? Because he already is like setting up the seeds. He's already like they're like, well, will you accept the results? He's like, I don't know. You're like, what do you mean you don't know? Well, a lot of things could happen. It depends on what I'm know. thinking at the time. It, for real. He's like, I don't know. Maybe I won't. I'm, and so I, then it's like, uh, and then like the other day he, he tweeted out, you know, with all this uh, talk of mail-in ballots, like I, I think it'll be all corrupt anyway. So I, maybe we should just delay the election altogether. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa what? <laughs> like Biden, you know, April was like, I bet Trump will try to delay the election because of the coronavirus. And all the Republicans were like, how dare you, sir? How dare you insinuate that Trump might do that? And then he did it. And they're all like, I didn't hear it. I didn't see that tweet. What I don't know what you're about? talking about. <laughs> yeah. Keep moving on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. And then today he's been railing against mail-in balloting. He's threatening to sue Nevada because they're going to say they're going to decide if they want to do all mail-in ballots this month or for the election. And he's threatening to sue. And yet today he tweeted, Florida, you guys have been doing mail-in ballots. Great. So I'm, you're all right. I'll accept any mail-in ballots from you guys. Oh my God. And it, then they asked him, well, why did you say Florida was okay? And he's like, well, they have a Republican governor. So of course it's okay. You're just like, Holy Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like, can we be done with this? On one thought, it's very scary. On the other thought, I saw today, we are 90 days from the U.S. election of 2020, right? So at first, you're like, oh, my God. But then it's like 90 days. That's a very short amount of time. It is. On TLC's 90 Day Fiance, that's the time you get to decide if you're going to marry somebody from overseas to give them a green card. So, like, that's a very short amount of time. (laughs) So I'm, like, actually excited now that we're only 90 days away from the election. Yeah, I'm excited and terrified. I'm just it's I'm yeah. trying to prepare myself. It's like like being in a bad relationship that you can't get out of and you <laughs> yeah. come up you come up with like excuses to prepare yourself like for the next years to come, you know. Yeah, you're I, like, all right, Super Bowl's coming up. I know every year he gets drunk and beats the piss out of me. <laughs> I don't if want the Patriots lose, so just prepare yourself for that. I gotta wait. Maybe till... start punching your face and you know, self in the face now to soften it up so it won't feel as devastating. You know, you know? I, I yeah, I don't know, man. It's I'm definitely preparing myself for disappointment. I've got no faith, like especially after like the George W. Bush thing. Like, yeah, 
two year, two terms. I've got no faith in in the fact. Like I'm just preparing myself to be with this dude for four more years. You know, oh you got to wait till his birthday to break up with him. You don't want to break up with him after or before yeah, his birthday. It's the holidays, you know. <laughs> like maybe he'll get me a good gift, and then I could do it afterward. Ah, who wants to be alone? You know, in the winter time, it's so hard to date. Right. You know, it's like yeah. Ah, Biden, Sleepy Joe. Let's just give Trump another four years. At least he's exciting television, right? Right. He's entertaining. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> I'm ready for somebody to just be boring again. I can't <laughs> wait to complain about his brown suits. You know, like, <laughs> I'm so over this constant roller coaster of what the fuck every day. Right. And like, I've, I've definitely gotten to the point where I can't even listen to his interviews. Like, I just can't. I can't do yeah. it. I'm done. Like, I, I, I just... wish more people would. And it's, again, it's even worse when you see it in print and you have to read it yourself. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, it, it, can I buy a comma? Can I buy a, you know, a, a period? Like, <laughs> what is going on here? It, it really feels like, like just reading like random words, honestly. It's, it's, just, it's word it's jumble. All over the place. And, and every time when he's like, a lot of people are saying, and you just, uh, every time I'm like, what people? What do you mean a lot of people? What are you talking about? <laughs> like the and people so then in my now head. reporters are starting to get wise to that and go, well, what do you mean a lot of people? And he goes, well, you know, a lot of people moving on. You know, you're like, no, no, like that requires some follow-up. <laughs> right. It, he just keeps steamrolling through and he always covers, well, a lot of people, well, some people, well, one person, you know, it's, he always quantifies it as he gets further down the sentence. Right. So he just covers all the bases and you're like, okay. Like, my head hurts. It's so dizzy to even hear. He's just like, uh, what? <laughs> that's why uh, I, I've, I've been very against it. And anybody that supports it, really, to be quite frank, to say, if you now, if you still support this guy, like, I, I have no faith in you. I've no, I, I just, I, I'm generally going to be very prejudiced against your, it, your judgment. It, it really has but, become the most like divisive thing in in america yeah. since I, as long yeah. as i can remember yeah i mean he's he's got half of the country or at least 38 percent, let's say of the country to say masks are not a good thing to wear during a pandemic caused by a respiratory infection and these people like they literally are just like no i refuse it's a conspiracy against our man they're, they're only doing it. A lot of people, like credible people, or a lot of people, it's credible people, or some people, well, one person is saying on the internet that, like, it's a Democratic hoax that as soon as the election's over, we won't hear about COVID anymore. And he's just like, wow, that's that's quite a world to live in, that you would believe that to be true. Now, right. I'm not one, of course, conspiracies do happen, and they are real. Don't get me wrong. You know, they said Iraq had weapons of mass destruction when they definitely didn't. And everyone knew they didn't, but they continue to, you know, to invade them anyway. But the idea that like we would shut down the global economy because we hate Trump. I, I don't know. That's a, that's a little bridge too far for me. You know, right. I could believe there was a second shooter on the grassy knoll, but I have a hard time believing Nancy Pelosi just hates people in, in the Midwest. And like, there's something uh, against cause Trump personally, right. You know, like they just hate him. You know, <laughs> I mean, I hate him, but I hate his guts. <laughs> I fucking hate him, <laughs> but not because of COVID. No, just I can't fucking. St- I, I I can't trust a man with a comb over. I can't trust a man with a spray tan. 
You know, I can't trust a man who can't like drink water out of a glass without sipping it like a like a Yorkie. A man, you know? a man <laughs> with millions of dollars and a comb over and a spray. Theoretically, tan. in his mind, billions of dollars. Right on his ta- on his like declarations to banks to get loans. His brand, meaning the Trump name, is worth four billion dollars. So yeah, and yet he thinks that if he brushes, if he grows his hair long on one side of his head. <laughs> And then brushes it over the bald part of his head. That's a good look. And then spray tan's one thing. I get it. You want color. You want to not look like bright white on the camera, whatever. But orange? Where did he get this idea that like like painting highlighter orange right. was a good look for him? Well, speaking of uh, Trump supporters, do you have any fun? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> do you have any fun comments? Comments to, so that we can make fun of? I do. It, we really are like going through the levels of like that grief scale, you know, like denial, anger. Yes. Like I think we're in the angry phase now of that, like of the 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 psychological levels of like death and depression or whatever it is. And we we went from. We'll get through this, you know, all the reviews on like Yelp and and comment boards and YouTube is like, hey, we'll get through this together. America, the United. And then it went to. All right. We're opening back up, but they forgot my hot sauce on my DoorDash order, you know, like minor complaints. But now we are getting into the angry and dark complaints. (laughs) And last week it was just all mask, mask, mask. Right. Like. Every single comment was, they, uh, they told me I needed to wear a mask. And I told them, how dare you like infringe on my rights? I have a medical condition. The first comment I have comes from Yelp, because that's my favorite place to, to read about people's experiences. And this is for a local coffee shop in Salt Lake City, Utah. And this is from a young lady. And she says, I used to come here fairly regularly. After receiving extremely rude service, I will never be coming back. Rude to the point where it made me cry, exclamation point. Oh, no. I work in the area, so a lot of the time after work, I'd stop by. I'm assuming it was the owner that did this because baristas were always nice to me. I I sat down. I was carrying a lot of stuff. I'm a student, of course. So I sat down, comma, plugged my dying phone in, etc. I was talking about what to order, Nobody else was in the store. And then the owner come over to me and said, can I get you something with an attitude? Like he was expect, he wasn't expecting me to buy anything. And I said, sure, just give me a minute. I can't decide. Then he goes, yeah, didn't think so. And he walked away. He might've said something else before walking away. He told me to leave too, because I don't really remember. <laughs> I was so shocked that he talked to me like that. I just remember being so upset I didn't even want to order anymore. I got up and left, and then I cried on the way home because getting a drink after Friday used to be the only good part of my week sometimes. I wondered why, if he thought I looked like I had no money or something, question mark. Even if I didn't, this coffee shop claims they're all about the community, but now I don't even believe that. It's rude to treat another human being like that, let alone a customer. I will never come here again. There are a million other coffee shops where they'll be nice to you and appreciate you as a customer. And this is not one of them. 
So this person's mad because she could steal the Wi-Fi and power at a coffee shop. And they're so annoyed with people not actually ordering coffee. Right. They're like, please order something at least, you know. And that whole, like, I can't decide. If you go there every Friday. It's a coffee shop. It's a there, coffee shop. You're going to get some coffee, right? But you go there every see, Friday. I, you want it black? You want it with milk? You want a lot? There's only like five things on the menu. <laughs> Nobody's coming up with new coffee drinks. Right. They're not this magical, like, like uh, Willy Wonka inventors, like, developing, you know, cream corn coffee or, like, you know, like well, and again, some magic truffle, like like infused. Again, you, know, you go there uh, every. Latte. You go there every Friday. Like my guess is, you have a drink in mind. You could have been like everyone. Everyone's got a coffee drink, right? Like you have a coffee drink if you go to a right. coffee spot, right? All yes. Like it, what's your coffee order? Um, I actually haven't been to a coffee. I I'll get tea. I, I usually just get tea, like herbal tea. Okay, weirdo. Like, <laughs> Jesus, tea. Like, you could say latte, you know, mocha, but, like cappuccino. Yeah, off, like, off the bat, if I was like, oh, I feel like coffee today, I'd go get like a mocha. Like, I have yeah, right? I have what, I know what kind of types of coffee I do Especially like if I'm going in. Friday night, like comfort. That's right. a mocha, man. It's like, a mocha. That's chocolate. That's, or even a, a macchiato with like caramel and sea salt. You know, you know what you're getting there. No, my and the guess, worst is like mine is ruined. My day is ruined because this person asked what I gotta, will, I should order. Gotta something. set your bar for what is good about your day a little bit higher than that. <laughs> Have some self respect, dude. If the worst thing that happened to me all day was somebody be like, "Hey, are you gonna order something?" and like they suspected I wasn't, I I don't know. I don't think I would. You know, I might be like offended if I if that was truly me. I went in there and like they were immediately like, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna order?" But like yeah. my guess is she's sitting there for quite some time. And if she you, had enough time to like set up her laptop, plug in her phone. Right. Like that's not what you do when you first go to a coffee no, shop. No, you put your order in. Especially when no one's there. If right. there's like, it's busy and you're like, all right, I got to grab a table and then I'll go order. Sure. But this person said there's nobody there. So your first stop should be to the counter. Then you order, then you sit down and get settled while they're like making your drink. <laughs> like you can't just walk in there and be like, I need to charge my phone. Like, that's clearly what's going on. Right, right. There's plenty of these people that are, like, hijacking Wi-Fi and, and power. And yeah. they think it's free. And bandwidth is not free. And, like, power is not free, right? Like, it's supposed to be an exchange when you go to these places. You have to buy something to, like, use their services. You know, Brandon. And the idea is, when if you're going to be working there on your computer or on their Wi-Fi, you'll be there a while, which means you'll buy more than the person that's just coming in right. and buying one drink and leaving. Right. You know? You know, Brandon used to be barista and you'd be like shocked how much of his day was filled with this turning these types of people away and being like, you can't Absolutely. be here if you're not going to buy something like we don't and, and we don't get say indignant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was it was like the worst part of the job for him. And it wasn't it yeah. wasn't just like it was all kinds of people, drug addicts, all kinds of people coming in and mm -hmm. and just being difficult and assholes. So, I, yeah, I don't and know. And I, I had a friend that worked at, like, one of the higher-end coffee shops. And for her, she liked the art of, like, coffee. Right. You know, the pour-over, like, the the chemistry of it all. Like, And at first she was like, oh, this fucking place is amazing because they're, like, folk. they have, like, timers and way everything. Like, she liked the chemistry and the artistry of it. And the same thing. Then it was like, somebody be like, hey, can I use the bathroom? And you're like, all right, I guess. You know, you're really supposed to buy something. Oh, I will. And then they run out. Or you find well, like a can that was makeshift into a crack pipe. <laughs> every time you'd find the person in the toilet passed out with a needle in their arm <laughs> or they like shit on the wall or like stole all the soap, you know? So it's like, 
these people that have actually been exposed to it have experience. They're not sure. just like mean for mean sake. They've no. actually been beaten down. Right. So like you're saying, like Brandon worked at a coffee shop. He was like, I, I just want to make coffee, like give people iced tea and shit. And, and really the main part of your job is kicking people out of the shop because they're right. fucking squatting. Right. They're trying to get squatters rights and like, like shut up shop. Yeah. It gets crazy, man. There was like instances where police had to be called. It just, it's crazy. Oh yeah. It's and it, I don't yeah. know, maybe it's not, it's probably not just the coffee shops. It's probably like any local business or the, any business yeah, I think in general. The coffee is a different element because there is a lounge factor to it. Right. You know, like there right. is an implied, like, yeah, you could come in here and hang out. And there's like, generally the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi yeah. Power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like an, it's, it's a transactional thing. You're supposed to buy coffee. You know? Right. Like, you're supposed to buy something to kind of get that, for, that shit for free. <laughs> it's like never ending. All right, so my next one is for Walgreens. I'll mention them as a national chain because it's kind of weird how this person reacted. But she said, Barbara is so rude. She actually yelled at me today because I didn't want her to touch the candy bar I was buying. It didn't stop there. She continued to argue at me all the time with her face mask down. Ugh. (laughs) I'm like, all right. So this person was so compelled at their interaction with this person at Walgreens that they went on Yelp, found that individual location, remembered the cl- clerk's name, which I never, ever do. No. I, I don't, even if they have a name tag, it's never like registering to me. Like, remember, Barbara, Barbara, Barbara. Remember she that name. She touched my fucking candy bar. Sure. Oh, my God. She wanted to touch my candy bar. How is she going to scan it? Right. Like in the cash register without like touching it. Like and that well, doesn't make any sense. At this point, why are you going to stores? Like, yeah, you know, I, I understand if you're f- that afraid of human interaction. Right. I understand everybody's fear. Like it's, it's not like a pleasant experience to go shopping anymore. You have all these thoughts yeah. in your head of just like, you see people without masks or anything. Like luckily in Salt Lake, it's like mandatory now. And so you don't see that anymore. But um, yeah, I, I get that. But like to be like, don't touch my shit. That, <laughs> go to a part, place with a self checkout then, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stay away from there. Bar- leave Barbara alone. Yeah. Let, know, let, Barbara, trip. let Barbara have her shitty job and <laughs> leave her out of it. Yeah. Now, this is my own personal Yelp review. I didn't actually post this. It's just a story I want to tell. I went to a local thrift store the other day. And I was looking for something very specific. So it wasn't a browse and kind of, you know, take your time in a normal thrifting fashion, with I, which I love to do. I've been kind of jonesing to go to the thrift store because I hadn't been in like six months. I walk in and there's this guy. He has shaved like part of his, the side of his head with like one side flopping down. Dirt, black dirt from his fingernails up to like the middle of his wrist, both hands just covered in dirt. Oh my God. Button down shirt, button down, like, like six buttons deep, a deep V and he's deep, deep V like the (laughs) deepest of V's. And he was running around the aisles and frantically grabbing things. And I was like, okay, stay away from that guy. So I like circled around and went like way on the other side of the store. Well, as I come back around to get to the like checkout aisle, he has four carts in the like checkout lane 
and he's talking to the people and he's like, God, I don't even, I don't even have time to like work anymore. There's so many great deals here. There's so much fucking fabulous fashion at discounted rates. And he walked <laughs> over to the clothing rack of women's clothes and indiscriminately grabbed like 50 clothes, like as much as his two arm, arms could hand, picked it all up, put it in the basket, pushed the basket to the checkout and went to grab more. And he like just randomly like grabbed a mug off the aisle. It was like so many deals. And I was like, I don't need to buy anything. I, don't, I just need to leave the situation right now. I can't be involved in whatever is going on here. Because I don't imagine he actually has money to buy any of these fabulous fashion finds that he had put into his cart. That dude, I was just going to remove myself from that situation. That dude's on E or something. Like he got a really high something. pure dose of Molly or something. Yeah, because and like the black from like fingernails to like middle of the wrist was just like really, really uh, disturbing. Fuck yeah. To say the least. So I, I was like, no, nah, I think I'm not going to be coming to this uh, thrift store for a while just so I can avoid this evil spirit at all costs. So he, I don't want his fabulous fashion trends to uh, invade my uh, like body and possess it in some way. So he worked there? I could not tell. I thought he kind of did the way he was acting because the way he was like <laughs> frantically going through the store, it seemed like he might have been like putting things back, but just the opposite. No, he, he was didn't. just randomly he throwing didn't. shit into his cart. There's probably no way he worked there. I there's no way. With hands like that, like there's no way. <laughs> I'll never get that sight out of my hand. My, you know, those hands out did of my mind. you cry on the way home? Either, Oh my gosh. I'm just like, what was that? Like, what is black? Like what would stick to your hands that is black and like cover that amount of skin? I can understand, you know, dirty fingernails. You're a mechanic, right? Sure. Like there's certain filth that's like admirable. Well, even you know, then that, though, like, before you go somewhere, you generally like mechanics have like a whole scrub invented for them to wash their hands. For, like orange pumice, you know, yeah. like that shit's yeah. industrial. It gets the grit out, you know? Right. But to just be like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to buy these fabulous fashion finds at the local Savers. And it's just covered in filth. He was going to wash really, his hands. You know, He's... Then you really go, man, I shouldn't touch anything in here. Because I don't know what <laughs> any of like, That's this, like how this whole place is, how, is infected. That's how thrift stores feel to me in general. I don't know. I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't want to touch anything in here. I used to really love yeah. them. And I just like have lost my passion for them. I don't know. Like generally when yeah. I go there now, I'm like, I just want to find like a fucked up gift for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I still like buying clothes. I like going to the rich neighborhoods because I will find like high end shit for like dirt cheap. Right. I'm like, so I like, I like, I have a little more faith. It's, it's racist or, you know, classist, classist to, like go to the rich neighborhood. But I mean, it's just the truth, you know, yeah, yeah. like the, that the closest one to the areas where people are like, I'm just going to drop off my shit, you know? Right. So you'll find like, old Mercedes and like, you know, Rembrandts and shit because the rich people up there are like, Oh, lovely. I no longer need this golf set anymore. Just throw it in the trash. Give it to the poor people. So I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking buy your used fucking <laughs> like dinette set for 50 bucks. That's like, well, it, it just, just, it clashes with the new carpet. So just give it to the plebes and move on, darling. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take that off your hands. <laughs> now, unfortunately, I want to end this segment on a dark note. I know I was just talking about the crackhead with the uh, black fingernails, but this is even worse. This comes from Yelp. Now, again, Yelp was originally created to be like, I like this restaurant's enchiladas. And it was a way for communities to share photos and their experiences 
of local businesses, mainly restaurants. This week, this comes from a place called Sunset Casket. And it's a review of a person had buying a casket. Now, for those who aren't aware, caskets are where where you put dead bodies. So, and and this review, it doesn't ramp up. It it starts out from the top. So here we go. Now that my 11-year-old son's funeral services are over, I now have time to write my review. Everything for my son's services went beautifully well, but his embarrassing casket. The casket I seen online was $1,395, the cobalt blue. The one I seen online was nice, shiny, navy blue. The one I got was more of a matte black, exclamation point. It looked used and old. There was absolutely no shine to it. Even the white pillows with my precious son's head was lying on was opening up on the seams. I noticed the hole in the pillow during the services while I was crying, exclamation point. Upon moving the casket to the front of the church prior to starting his services, the handle at the head of the casket was broken, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. We only leveraged one hour into his services and someone would have had to stand there to hold the casket open. My brother had to go to the store to buy extra material to fix the head of the part of the casket. I was so upset that I had to bury my son, this cheap made and cheap looking casket that was falling apart. I would not recommend buying from Sky's Caskets. At the worst time of my life, the supposedly beautiful casket I seen online was a disaster. I would never want anyone to go through what I went through. Period. Holy shit. <laughs> That's so fucked up, man. I'm, I'm with her. I'm with her on this one, man. I'm with her on Except this one. There's no way this is real, right? Like, I, that's this my first, really be real? That's my first thought is like somebody's fucking with like somebody's mad at these people. Like how can this? My first thought is <laughs> my very first thought was if my child had died, I, I don't think I could even pretend to give a shit about anything else let alone she's saying the casket a Yelp wasn't review. shiny enough like, let alone like, yeah let a, but so like let's pretend this is real though let's put ourselves in, yeah. in her position like maybe maybe you go a little bit nuts and maybe like you know burying your child if if you expect to give them like you know people I, I don't ever understand the casket thing anyway. I think you could bury. At all. I don't think I think you $1, could bury. Fourteen hundred dollars for a box. Yeah, I think you could bury somebody in a, in a box. It wouldn't make it any worse or better or whatever. Yeah, but they're dead. Their body doesn't care. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> this is a fucked up yell. Like a Yelp review. Yelp. <laughs> I, I, I'm not getting on Yelp after my kid died. That's why I feel like it's got to be fake. Like, I I don't, maybe, 
don't know. It's got to be. There's no way. Yeah, because why would you be like, all right, oh, my loving boy. Now it's time to make sure those casket people knew how unhappy I was that his box that his dead body laid in was not shiny like I had expected. Yeah, I, I'm I'm more with like if it was like falling apart, like that's really fucked up. If you have to like go yeah. and buy stuff and you pay like that much money for it. Like I'm all yeah. about like, but like I wouldn't be doing a Yelp review. I'd be saying you're giving me my money back. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like I'd be taking them as like small claims court. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Something like that, you know. no Yelp review. Yeah. I'd and be like, I'm a, I got to make sure they pay in the reviews. Yeah, it's got to be fake, man. If it's not, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that made my day at least from a entertainment perspective i'm so sorry that this woman's 11 year old son is dead but from going from reading about this new place that serves like fucking ceviche to that be like about an 11 year old's casket oh my I was god very, uh, entertained that day to find that on yelp and that's a that's a good segue for news <laughs> <laughs> We will 2020. Not, we will not it's like an 11 year old's casket. <laughs> oh my god. That's News. Gonna, it's gonna fuck me up, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can still joke about dead kids because I don't have any. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it is one of those things too, where like if you have your own kids, like like I get why some of those kids' jokes become like unfunny. Yeah. But this one is like perplexing to me because like I said, it's it's one of those things if you have a kid, I can't imagine being like now time for my Yelp review. Like I just yeah. can't. But then again, I can't. They have I to can't. pay with bad ratings. <laughs> yeah, I'd give it a lot more than bad ratings. I'd be like burning <laughs> some shit down, man. <laughs> yeah, there would be some arson in the future. That it would be like, yeah, it wasn't shiny enough and now I'm going to burn your house down. <laughs> Speaking of dead people, Herman Cain, Uh-oh. Dennis. Nine, nine, nine. Godfather's Pizza. Herman Cain. Picture one of his last pictures is him at a Tulsa rally, MAGA rally, Trump the rally. Trump re-election campaign rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Without in a the mask. height of a pandemic, inside a giant arena, six thousand people crammed to the rafters. And Herman Cain himself saying. I'm not too worried about it. No, I'm not going to wear a mask. What happened to him this week? Well, he's dead. He's dead. It must be old age. <laughs> no, no, he died of COVID. He died what? of COVID. <laughs> and how many days after that rally? Uh, how many days was it? So the rally. 11? Was... Maybe the exact amount of days. He didn't die 11 days. He went to the hospital 11 days after the rally, which is the exact like incubation time you know, right. for COVID-19. You know, people are going to speculate about the Tulsa rally, but Herman did a lot of traveling in the past week, including Arizona, where cases were spiking. Maybe he was the one that brought it to Arizona from the Tulsa rally. However, if he was infected during the Tulsa rally with, with nobody wearing masks, like this is why you should wear a fucking mask, people. And not go to mass gatherings inside a large arena for any reason whatsoever. It's it's crazy, right? I don't know. It's it's crazy to me. Like it's this is like one of those like this is this is proof. Like this is exactly why <laughs> like we are in a pandemic. It's not a fucking hoax. Like Herman Cain died. It's not this isn't yeah. like a democrat person dying and being a big deal, you know. This is like one of their own. What will Godfather's Pizza be like without Herman Cain at the helm? And why doesn't anybody talk about cultural appropriation in that regard? 
Like he right. wasn't Italian. Right. He wasn't a godfather. Right. And yet he had godfather's pizza. Wasn't that a little insensitive to mob bosses <laughs> for him to be running a pizza shop headed by godfather? <laughs> and it was terrible pizza too. Well, yeah. I loved it when I was a fat kid though. So <laughs> they had a buffet though, right? They they, did, that's the, what I, like, yeah, that's buffets? why I loved it. And like, um, yeah. yeah, that was a problem. It was a problem. But, uh, the part that I was disturbing when I was reading about this is, was like, he had trouble breathing and he was taken to the hospital by ambulance and they all prayed, by the way, they prayed that the initial meds that they gave him would, would make his breathing normal. But uh, you well, know, praying we, is the real cure for COVID. But here's the weird know. thing, Dennis, it didn't work. It didn't uh, work. What, he didn't survive after all the no, praying? No, after all the praying, it was pretty, it, it became clear pretty quickly that he was. It in, actually made it worse? <laughs> like all the praying? Basically, the dude like stopped being able to breathe and never caught back up to breathing. And that's like really disturbing to me because yeah. you, you talk about these COVID deaths and they almost become they almost become just like a thing in your head and you don't think about it more than like, OK, more, more, more COVID deaths. Number, yeah, right. Yeah. It's a number in your head. And then you like when you read about like, I just can't imagine much. There's there's probably worse deaths, but this is a really terrible way to go. Just like I, I can't breathe. Not only is it becoming a number, but my reptilian brain, I read the tallies when the the state of Utah releases them. And they tell you, they don't tell you who it was, but they say, oh, it was a woman, uh, 45 to 65, or it was a man, 85 and up in a facility. So now I read, I'm like, oh, okay, it was an older person, older, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, my reptilian brain, if it's like, oh, it's a 40-year-old male that's just a little bit overweight, then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Like they're killing those guys now because like, that's my demographic. So it's very unfortunate that uh, that's what it's come to that. We even ha have like a uh, visceral reaction to someone like that. It's like, well, he was older and he died. Oh, well, you know, it's like insensitive. But yeah, it's just kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Like you just I don't know, because he even was quoted as saying, if people take it seriously, social distancing, sanitizing, hand washing and masks, then we're going to be fine trying to do both at the same time and he's talking about opening the economy um and it's just like well then why didn't you fucking wear a mask dude i i actually you know maybe some people are like ha ha fuck that guy but i was just like this is sad man this is all just this is just sad like people's ignorance is basically killing them and i don't know i wouldn't wish should be avoidable yeah it may, and just and, like and it's different if it's like Oh yeah, you get it, and you just don't wake up. No, you suffer a horrible, like, lonely, can't breathe by yourself in a hospital bed. Yeah, uh, slowly being choked to death by your own lungs. There's no saying goodbye to anybody. There's none of that. Maybe you could say goodbye over Skype, like anyone wants to know oh, the fucking great. Zoom meeting. Hey, zoom in yeah, and to say goodbye. Like to your... all choppy. Uh, my last, but I, like the screens freezing and shit. Yeah, that's how I want to go out. Anyway. It's like, refresh, Grandpa. Refresh. What was the last words? <laughs> Too late. Too do, I get, do I get any of your inheritance? <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Too late. Um. <laughs> so this week in the state of Utah, in an effort to boost the economy, to kind of restart our uh, lockdown status, they've revised some of the rules when it comes to dining. And one of those rules is, is in regards to buffets, because we know we've all been clamoring to get back to a new normal of being able to go to a buffet in the time of COVID. Now, I'm not talking about your annual trip to Vegas where you pig out at Caesar's Buffet. 
No, I'm talking about your local Chuckarama that was clamoring to get back open and serve people fine, fresh food. So this week, the state of Utah is now allowing you, if you so choose, and Godspeed to you, if you want to go back to Chuckarama, you can now. But guess what? There will be some restrictions. What? You will have to get a new plate every time you go back what? to the buffet bar. Didn't people do that you anyway? Will, you will, no. You, you're supposed to, but they don't. You're supposed to wear your a mask in between getting up from the table and going back to the prime rib bar. And so I say to you, Godspeed, brave souls out there in the state of Utah. Chuckarama is open for you. And they are serving fine, fresh, and homemade food for you right now. So get up and go out to your local buffet. Now, is it going to be like still like self, like help yourself, self-serve? Help yourself. No, I'm There good. will be people with hand sanitizers in between giving you new plates for every time you go to the buffet line. But you will still get to choose your own like slice of prime rib and like chicken niblets that came from a giant <laughs> Cisco can that you just can't live without. No. Oh, uh, the no. peach cobbler. Excuse me. I'm being glib. The peach cobbler that you get to serve yourself <laughs> with that gross iced milk that you can put on top. I like that iced oh, milk. Oh, please. Please open up again. I do too. I love when you swirl chocolate and vanilla together. This should be ne- like this should be like the next Vine Dare for kids, you know? Yeah. Go to Chuckarama. This <laughs> is the new Tide Pod Challenge. Yeah. Try not to get COVID and go the to a Chuckarama, local buffet. Chuckarama Challenge. Chuckarama COVID Challenge. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm like, fine. I, I'm stop. I, I don't need. We don't need to fight it anymore, right? Like, just open it up. Who cares? Like, I. You know, and there's another place where it's like if Chuckarama went out of business, okay, is that devastating to like the economy? Like, like it's not like there's waitresses, right? There, there's bus boys and there's like people picking up trash, but okay, they make two dollars and thirteen cents an hour and they get a free biscuit at the end of their meal. You know, like <laughs> let's find them a new job, right? Let's like, give them something better. We don't, we don't need Chuckaramas anymore. Speaking of bacteria. Uh-oh. Have you, what do you know about horseshoe crabs? Not much. I've seen them cook them in like, on like, uh, like Anthony Bourdain, you know, when they've gone to like Vietnam and like, like found them in this like one bay that they only grow in this one bay. And they're like prehistoric. They're like those trilobite like imprints that you see, like just giant weird prehistoric creatures that are still existing to this day. And apparently tastes delicious with chili sauce. Go ahead and Google horseshoe crab blood harvesting. Oh, God. What you don't know about horseshoe crabs could fill a book, Dennis. <laughs> um, so apparently this has been something that's been going on, I think, since the 70s. But they actually harvest the blood for horseshoe crabs to use it basically to test, like, F- to test medicines and things. So, oh. um, the, the blue blood, blood, yeah, the blood is, is like a baby blue, but that's not what's cool about the blood. That's not the coolest thing. There's a chemical found in it called amoebocyte, er, or that's in the amoebocytes of the blood that can detect mere traces of bacterial presence and trap them in inescapable clots. Living fossils that have been around for 450 million years. Yeah, yeah half a billion years they've been around. Uh, these poor bastards have been like 
brutalized by the human species, by the way. We, we, oh, we've been using imagine. them for all kinds of things. There was like um, fertilizer that they were being used for and like something to do with slugs. I, I can't remember. Like, or like a pesticide to kill off slugs. I can't remember that one. But um, there's this process that they do and it's called LAL. It stands, uh, what does that stand for? Now I can't remember. But anyway, so they used to do this process with, with rabbits, but it was like incredibly slow and um, they had to like kill every rabbit. Well, they're able to basically harvest the blood of horseshoe crabs and then put them back into the ocean. And about 10 to 30% of them die during this. And Oh, my God. Um, oh, it's called a Limulus amoebocyte lysate. That's the test. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the reason why this is a little bit relevant is because it, they could provide a vaccine for COVID. Holy shit. Yeah. And well, when you look at the pictures, if you go and Google blood harvesting of the blue crab, there is a scene of like hundreds of them lined up in a lab and they are milking them for this blue blood. It looks like the blood from star it's, Wars. Yeah. It looks like a sci-fi thing, right? That, that, uh, yeah, that, uh, uh, Luke is drinking on Tatooine. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy, but, uh, I just thought it was interesting cause I was like, I would have never known. And I guess, um, some of their blood, it's it's so precious that it can go for $15,000 per quart. Oof. Yeah. So, you know, go get some go get some horseshoe crab blood. And it looks like there is a scientist that is trying to manipulate the DNA. And her idea is to splice the horseshoe crab gene responsible for the LAL's toxin hunting ability and turn it into cells that they can easily grow in a lab like right. yeast. Right. Yikes. Isn't that crazy? So... Uh, and it's that, fucking crazy the way the levels that we're living on as humanity. Right. right. You still have tribes that have been un like like uh, tested or un uncontacted for hundreds of years living in the Amazon that are as primitive as primitive can be. And then you have a woman in a crab that is milking a prehistoric animal, separating its biological material and, and DNA and splicing it to be a miracle cure for like all that ills us on a microscopic level. So the even crazier thing, the, the fact that I was just like, holy shit, how do we not know this? Is that every single drug certified by the FDA must be tested using the LAL test. Every Jesus single Christ. drug that you've ever taken has been tested using the blood of a horseshoe crab. Hi, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so anyway, people argue like, so, you know, they're precious, obviously. Like if the horseshoe crab yeah. population were to go down, like we'd be fucked. We'd be super fucked as a species. Like we couldn't come up with new drugs, essentially. Yeah. Um, but apparently there, there's, because of that, the the population is actually more protected than it ever used to be. Like you can't just go hunt them now you can't eat them like uh yeah it looks like the the catching has been banned in uh like new jersey and yeah. uh off the atlantic where their spring harvest their spring spawn season is right. they are a protected species now yeah but they you know they almost wiped them out because the they stopped breeding like there wasn't as many females in the population and it's because they would like drain their blood and they would never like they would just be like I can't, I'm too tired to go follow the tide to, to mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know I th I thought that was interesting. They even invented like because they used to just throw them back into the ocean. 
They even vented like a little slide to like slide them softly back into the ocean to protect them as much as they could. <laughs> so I don't know. It's one of those like, weird things. I like how we think that they're like, hey, if you're going to throw me back in the water, don't do it so cruelly. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you give me a water slide? Like some kind of nice, you know, loop-de-loop to give me a little thrill on my way back home after you've ripped me from my ecosystem. Yeah. I don't know. If you look at the picture, it, it's it's I, kind yeah, of horrifying yeah, yeah. to me. I'm just like, these poor pastors, man. Yeah. But at the same time... And and you would think that they would come, would be able to come up with like a synthetic version of of this, right? Like, Nature's best, right? Like even aspirin to this day is still harvested tree bark. You know, right. and, like a seed of metaphen comes from a tree bark. Like there's never been a like better way than like straight from nature for all our like pharmaceutical needs. Yeah, I don't know why it just it still seems a little bit archaic, but I mean, I guess it. It's only been going on for since the seventies, so there. You know, I'm I'm sure one day we'll figure out how to synthetically like produce that specific chemical. Oh shit, like that takes like a century. Yeah. To, like, really yeah. perfect. Especially when it's something like that, that's in the water that you can easily harvest. I'm sure like that lab grown meat, you know, they say right now they're trying to lab grow beef to make burger patties so that you won't have to uh, kill and, and, and harvest cows. Well, lab grown beef the size of a hamburger right now costs like $10,000. So of course it's just easier to go and kill a cow and not do it like synthetically like that. So I bet there's something similar in this production where, yeah, you could just go to the bottom of the ocean and harvest them and, and drain their fucking blue blood and like, call it good. I wonder if they see like our red blood and like, holy shit, that's trippy. It's red. Yeah. You know, like, they're, why they're... is it all red? That's so weird. Well, our blood's red because it's iron based and their blood is blue because it's copper based. Holy shit. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Yeah, when you're a kid, you think blood, real red, you know, like it's all the same. But yeah, like that looks like a goddamn alien. It looks like a face hugger from the aliens. <laughs> and you, you like can assume it's even got like a like a spiked tentacle, like to like stick into your heart. Right, and you can assume they evolved with with that chemical in their blood because they've been around for a half a billion years. So like, why four hundred fifty billion years? Yeah. So why wouldn't why wouldn't you? eventually evolved to be like, no, bacteria can't fuck with me, <laughs> you know? Yeah, of course. Especially like bacteria is the number one thing that like the most microscopic of things that can kill anything in an right. instant. Just right. like get inside any of your little RNA or DNA and just destroy it from the inside right. out. Like they're not fucking with it. They're like the Helio Gracie of like threats to humanity. You know, we think of like, oh my God, this giant alien that's 18 feet tall might come down and step on me like a bug. And in reality... It's this little piece of like microscopic bacteria that just like, gets inside your food or your nose and creates an entire ecosystem in your asshole or your stomach and just like <laughs> destroys you from the inside. And like it can be so powerful that it can influence you to doing what it wants from inside of you. So certain bacteria in your stomach can cause you to crave certain foods because it wants to eat on like sugar or right. like whatever they want certain nutrients that aren't necessarily beneficial to you. So it like will make you crave these things. Like who's in charge of the world? <laughs> Are we the alpha species on this planet? Yeah, no shit, I don't right. know. I don't think so. <laughs> not after, not after this. What we're talking about caskets and blue blooded fucking ancient crabs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to be able to sleep again. <laughs> That is so fucking fascinating, though. Yeah. You'll... I need to stop reading things that maybe I should get into this kind of shit, the science articles, because 
Like, who gives a fuck about like politics? Like, right. Well, it's and way you know what? More like beneficial to humanity. How I feel about the whole politics thing too is in like ten years, it's going to be like, oh yeah, that did happen. Just like it was with George W. Bush. Like, I yeah. was infuriated when George W. was was in charge, and there were so many things that pissed me off. And now I'm like, I don't even remember. Like, yeah, you're like, remember. oh yeah, he paints yeah. puppies now. He's fine. You no, know? no, he's he fine. gave Ellen candy at his dad's funeral. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Like. <laughs> Right on. Yeah. George Bush, whatever. Yeah. He's, he's cool now. Whatever. Who cares? Who gives a yeah. shit? Fuck it. Dick Cheney literally doesn't have a heartbeat. His artificial <laughs> heart does not pump blood like a normal heart. So he has no heartbeat. So Dick Cheney literally is a zombie. And we don't talk about that like on a daily basis. We're not outside his fucking front door with like that, that dude from the walking dead with like one of those crossbows. Just like, Oh, we need to kill this white Walker. Like as soon as he steps out of his front door, cause he's not human anymore. Like how dare we? Uh, like not hunt that man down the television just geek. for the re- just for the record that's a joke if the fbi is listening <laughs> i wish no ill will of the uh, former vice president like um, i don't need a drone attack coming to my front door you know <laughs> like actual evil in this universe not this fake thing that's on tv now <laughs> <laughs> so have, have you recently have you uh We've all adapted to being in more homebody state. We get our groceries delivered. We rely on Amazon to deliver our products. Have you ordered anything from China lately? Uh, Brandon ordered some hats from there, and it took what kind of hats? Like horror horror themed hats, like trucker caps with horror themed fronts on them. Yeah, interesting. Did he get any seeds in the mail with those hats? God, I hope not. Recently, this week, we have multiple reports across the nation of products that have been delivered from China, ordered via the internet or eBay or Amazon, that have come with packages of mysterious seeds with no explanation whatsoever of why those packages like contain that. So the FDA today said, whatever you do, don't plant those mysterious seeds that were given to you from China. Why does that make me want to plant them? Of course, somebody planted them. (laughs) And one man in New Jersey planted them. And it turned out it was actually a pretty flower with like orange blossoms on them. So, of course, our immediate thought was that it might have been some kind of invasive species or a pest plant. An attack. An attack. An attack uh, by flower. The Chinese government watched... uh, Little Shop of Horrors and was like, oh, I see now. We'll we'll grow 10-foot-tall singing uh, Venus flytraps or human man-eater plants. And uh, these white people will go nuts for that shit. As long as we put it on Broadway, they'll love it. But it turns out it's just part of like like a way Chinese companies like react or uh, uh, try to like gain more business. Sometimes they'll put in extra products in your package and then – ask you to leave a review or uh it's like a bribe like it's actually a, a honest to God bribe like uh we ordered a vacuum like one of those robot roombas but it's the off brand we didn't go with regular roomba because like it's like 400 dollars, and you go on amazon and you're like oh well this one is like room boo you must have went with shmoomba <laughs> shmoomba and it's only 50 bucks and all the reviews are like oh it's great it works exactly like a roomba and then of course in the middle of the night it would just like come alive when it wasn't on <laughs> and it would start vacuuming. But then it like has warnings when it gets like trapped. So in the middle of the night, you're just like, you just hear like, ah, 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 and you're like, I'm stuck again. 
Yeah. I swear it's like Terminator was invading. Shmoomba's stuck. (laughs) Yes. So we're like, you know what? It wasn't worth it because it wasn't that much cheaper, but it's cheap. You know, so you're like, no, let's just send it back. Right. Well, the, the company contacted my wife and was like, hey, I know you don't like you got rid of that, that robot. But like, could you maybe like give us a good review if we give you 10 bucks? What? Or, or not even a good review. No, it actually said, if you just tell us what you thought, we'll give you 10 bucks. And so she went on there and was like, okay, well, it wasn't great. In the middle of the night, it woke us up with the existential dread that we were being attacked by killer robots. <laughs> so we decided to send it back, you know, like you would. And then like, hey, thanks for the review. But if you change it to like saying you love Shmoomba, we'll actually give you $50. What? And it was constantly like upping the ante so that their review rating on Amazon wouldn't go down. Because And it actually worked because that's why we bought that one was because like, well, there's a ton of good reviews Oh, yeah. How many people have been bribed with 50 bucks to say Shmoomba's amazing? single one of them. Interesting. Like had been bribed. How much did Shmoomba cost? Let's say it was like uh, $200. It was like $199, right? And like regular Shmoombas oh, yeah. are like $400. Yeah, that makes sense. So like, then. Yeah, like, I'll go with them. Yeah, I'll give you 50 I, bucks and then like, you know, thousands of people will give me 200. Exactly. And, and not everybody's going to be like, uh, want to deal with the hassle of sending Shmoomba home, you know? Exactly. Or they won't notice the inconvenience of it waking them up in the middle of the night uh, thinking there's an existential uh, like <laughs> robot revolution going on. That IA had become sentient. That Skynet had been turned on that night, that particular night that you had dreamt about all these years. You know, after you were uh, had sex with a guy from the future and were pregnant with his son, and you knew about Judgment Day this entire time. That that had happened that night when the Roomba or Shmoomba had decided to come sentient. You know, not everybody has those problems in their house. And they'll save two hundred dollars on an electronic uh, sweeper. Right. It didn't even. It wasn't even that great. I don't know what Roomba's really good for anyway. Right. Have you ever seen those? Have you had one? Have you tried to I use one? I haven't been in like a situation where a Shmoomba or a Roomba makes sense for me. It doesn't make any sense. Like I guess it's supposed to be like it'll go around things and like clean your floor, but I just do not see how it actually does that. <laughs> and it probably just like kind of picks things up a little bit. Right. Like. Right. They're never that big. No, and it doesn't, it just doesn't defeat like the human, like getting a vacuum vacuum cleaner and like like getting really into it. For me, like vacuum in my, like how many, how much carpet do you have where it's like a pain in the ass to vacuum? But I guess this is for like wood floors to probably, probably more wood floors than anything. Right. Exactly. Like that's why we got it. Cause it's like, we have cats and it's constantly like hair and filth and like dust so we're thinking, all right, if it's just like it's constantly kind of going around and picking up all the like excess, that'll be much better than us like every day having to vacuum. But it doesn't it doesn't really do. It's like in the 90s when like there was product would come out and you're like, oh, shit, this is going to revolutionize mankind. And it's like maybe it will in the future, but it's still not quite ready. You know, right. it's like like the hair like cutting back in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or, or like the sucking cut, right? Like, <laughs> absolutely, in the future, this will be the greatest thing of all time. But right now, I've just got like a third degree, like, burn on my scalp <laughs> that I'll never recover from because I, I thought it was a good idea to cut my hair with a vacuum cleaner. Like, <laughs> like, of course, that's a bad idea. And it's a bad idea to invite sentient robots into your house. Like, how dare I you? just, like, I can't stop picturing big schmoomba stuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's what it was doing. And, like, 
it told you that you could program it when to come alive. Like, hey, Shmoomba, come alive at like four o'clock in the afternoon. And it would be like, totally got it, dude. No problem. You won't even know I'm here. And it was like 4 a.m. It's going around. Oh, yes, it's four o'clock. I totally forgot, dude. No problem. I'll get to it now. And it'd be like, uh-oh, Shmoomba got stuck. I didn't think this was going to happen to me again. And it's like, Shmoomba, I said four in the afternoon while we were awake. What is going on? Like, Come on, I'm sorry. I'm still on China time. I'm sorry. My time zone hasn't been updated. My bad, bro. Next time, it'll be better. Don't kill me. Like It was so hard not to just be for $200. I'm going to take an axe to this thing and it would be totally satisfying for my soul. But no, we sent it back instead. Did you go for the $50 bribe? No. Yeah. No, we decided I, there was something weird about I'm very nervous right now about China. Like the way they are like harvesting data, gathering, you know, like there's something I'm very uncomfortable with. And so the idea of like writing a good review, you'd think is innocuous, right? It's just on Amazon, but somehow there's something weird about them getting your email address, your home address, your contact information, you know, like, there has to be something there, you know, like right. it makes me very nervous. So I, I, I tried to be like, don't engage anymore, you know, just walk away. Like, I don't know. It's like, is $50 really worth it? What would be the amount that makes you go, okay, I'll write a good review for Schmoomba. $51. <laughs> I'm not Price is Right. Just $1, $1 more. $1 them. <laughs> yes. Just one dollar more. They, I can't be undercut in my own house on giving good reviews. You know, my opinion matters. I am a popular influencer. I am a <laughs> blue star on Yelp. I have a reputation to uphold. I can't just be writing all these willy nilly reviews on Schmoombas. You know. You know when I when I when I see like a ton of good reviews and then like a bad one and the bad one like sometimes even comes with like pictures like. Because with clothes and stuff, I learned, like, you always read the v- reviews. You always look at any pictures that somebody sent. Yeah. So you see all these good ones, and then you see somebody's bad one. You're like, oh, no, the bad one's real. Like, and the, yeah. and the other ones Because they have real. photographic evidence, yeah. too. And you're like, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That looks like shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or, like, it's like, yeah, this thing is made of cardboard, and it falls apart. And you're like, yeah, I kind of thought that was going to be the case. But all <laughs> the reviews are like, it's not made of cardboard at all. Totally. Like, so like, you would think that it was yeah. going to be made of cardboard, but it's totally not made of cardboard. <laughs> I was worried, but then I had no worries once it showed up and it was not made of cardboard and it did not melt in the rain. And, like, and yeah. no amount of money is making me change my review for this. And I did not get $51 to, <laughs> to write this positive review. So, so the, the moral of the story is uh, do not plant seeds that you find, no matter how tempting it is, no matter how many times you convince yourself that these seeds are okay and that they will grow a giant beanstalk where you will find a golden goose that lays magic eggs, it will not. Remember the moral of the story when we were kids. Do not plant magic beans. It will only lead to the communist overthrow of our great United States of America. And I will not allow it on my watch. China will not take over. Not while I'm around. I'm going to plant them seeds. Yeah, I probably would too. You have to, right? Like, just, anytime seeds, like you have, it's like the greatest, like 
mystery box element yeah, of all time. Right. It's from our ancient DNA to find out, is it a peach plant? Is it a, like, it could be anything. Could there be, are millions of plants right, out there. Right, it's a seed. It could be a, a mystery money tree. Seed. It could be like one of those, you know, they have those new ones that like when you plant it and then after like nine months, like Brad Pitt grows off of it, like fully formed. <laughs> and not like Legends of the Fall Brad Pitt, which is great. We're talking like Inglorious Bastards, Brad Pitt. A wise Brad Pitt. Like like a rough and tumble kind of Brad Pitt. I don't need that soft, blonde-haired Tristan, you know? No, you I don't to... need seven years in Tibet. I need 30 seconds in heaven, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, I need the, that rough and tumble. You like the scarred up Brad Pitt. Me that Louisiana accent with the shaved <laughs> head. Talking about Aldo Dufresne, you know? Like, ooh. <laughs> Getting all hot and bothered this episode. <laughs> Speaking of hot and bothered, <laughs> we're going to call this show Transitions. That's what, we're really nailing them tonight. I know we had talked, we had an off air meeting. We got together on Zoom for a couple hours this week. And How are we going like, to transition? We really story? need to practice our transitions. We've just been going story to story, but people can't tell when one is ending and the next one is beginning. Like we need to have transitions. And now that you've ruined my transition. <laughs> <laughs> so I this story is, is exciting to me because I think it's going to coin a new term for the two of us. Okay. If I were to say Zuck Up, would you know what I'm talking about yet? I wouldn't. I would have to assume it has something to do with Mark Zuckerberg. Have you seen the picture <laughs> of him with his sunscreen? <laughs> Yes. It's almost <laughs> as if he, he might be actually an android and they were like, yeah, you have to put a little sunscreen on your face so it doesn't burn. And he was like, okay, uh, yes, I got it. I will put sunscreen on my face so it doesn't burn. If you haven't seen this, if anyone's listening and you haven't seen this, just Google Mark Zuckerberg sunscreen <laughs> and you're going to find a bunch a of photos. And it is a comical amount. (laughs) When Brandon first told me about this, I was just like, okay, it's got to be a lot of sunscreen. And I pictured like, you know, the white nose and maybe some on the cheeks. It looks like he's a fucking mime. Like it looks like he looks like (laughs) he was on his paddleboard in the ocean and someone ran by and put a Boston cream pie in his face. Like genuinely, he has a layer of marscapone or marzipan, like cake layer on his face. Anyway, I was really excited about it because I'm just like, oh, now when I when I'm like telling people to put on sunscreen, I'm just gonna be like, zuck up before you go in the sun. But zuck up. <laughs> hey kids, gotta zuck up before you get out in the sun. Uh, That's up. right. You need to steal the idea for a, a new internet website and uh steal an election using Russian dif- disinformation and uh also put a hilarious amount of sunscreen on your face <laughs> before you go in the sun. Zuck up. Oh, and don't forget to steal native land in Hawaii and get them to change the laws so you can build a house away from other humans. Make sure to zuck up, kids, before you go in the water. <laughs> That's right. Native land doesn't matter. Yes, we all know that. Money's more important than native land. We know that. <laughs> zuck up. Zuck up, kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I really had to say about that. I uh, was about as far as I was willing to go into the Zuckerberg sunscreen story. (laughs) I hate laughing at other people's foibles, but yeah, it's really hard not to when you like, someone's like, oh, did you see that stupid picture of Mark Zuckerberg? And you're like, all right, 
I think the kid's just autistic. Like, whatever. All right, let me check it out. Oh, my God. He's wearing a lot of sunscreen <laughs> on his face. Why does he have so much? <laughs> and, like, why did nobody around? Like, obviously, people were around him. He's like, got why? security. He's why? got a girl. He's got a wife, right? Like, why nobody would... was like, hey, you got a little, you got to, you got to, like, you gotta rub it, it in, in there, Mark. <laughs> rub it in. Yeah. You got to rub it in, Mark. It doesn't work just to sit on, on top of your face. <laughs> <laughs> reapply. Has he never heard of reapply? Right. Every he's two like, hours. Okay. He probably did a math equation because he's a nerd, right? Like he was like, well, let's see. It says for four hours reapply every 30 minutes. That way, if I put on six inches of sunscreen, <laughs> I will not have to reapply for eight hours. Mark, okay. Mark. Mark. <laughs> No problem. All problems are solved by math. <laughs> Has he like responded to this? Has he responded to it? Of course not. Why, well, why would you, not. right? Yeah, you just got to move on and be like, please, please go away. Hopefully Trump will say something stupid. Oh, thank God he did. He's talking about that he's going to use executive action to ban TikTok in the United States. And then you're like, all right, that's pretty stupid. But he probably would like that'll be the end of it, right? Oh no! Now he's saying he's negotiating for Microsoft to buy TikTok from the Chinese government, and because he negotiated the deal or helped negotiate, he should get a kickback of the sale price to TikTok. <laughs> so Mark goes, "Yeah, that'll probably get people to forget about." But but then when you get in Urban Dictionary, it's over, right? So I get if you I bet if you go to Zuck up in the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> It's like, yeah, put an obscene amount of sunscreen on your face. <laughs> he should know. almost be accused of putting on white face, right? <laughs> like, that's how much he's put on. Like, mimes should really be like, are you making fun of us? But they would be like miming it out because so, they don't talk. So somebody actually like wrote, uh, no, it's a smart thing to do for wrinkle and skin disease prevention reasons alike. <laughs> yeah. Is it though? I don't know. No, no. This week, like, they came I feel like your skin the, wouldn't the, be able to breathe. The chemicals in sunscreen get into your DNA. Like, there's no way. Like, of course it does. The largest organism in your body that's going to be one of those nerdy, like, red on a bubblegum wrapper. The largest organism on your body is your skin, your upper dermis. And, of course, it's a breathing element. It's absorbing vitamin D from the sun. It's taking in all the elements and oxygen and expelling gases and sweats. So, of course, it's a porous object. If you are putting on chemicals on your skin, they are being absorbed into your body. You just have to weigh the amount of time you like being in the sun versus how much skin cancer you don't want, and you meld out what the difference will be. But, of course, it's doing harm to your body. And certain ones, when you go in the ocean, are killing the fucking coral and shit. Like, like of course it's killing everything. <laughs> it's not a smarter way to do it. What's wrong with these people? Oh, I'm going to always look at that picture when I'm feeling down. <laughs> Especially the, the look on his face when he realized somebody took a picture. Like, as well. oh. like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Like, yeah, he's a com. He has like a comical response to everything too. It's not just like ah shit. You got me looking weird. He's like, whoo! I'm gonna make this even weirder with my expression. Like, <laughs> it's bad enough I'm covered in sunscreen, but also I'm gonna give you a really stupid look that like no one's ever done before. Oh, oh, You ever do that when you see a picture? You like make the noise that you assume is being made yeah. for that picture. Yeah. And you go, oh, oh. 
Like that's all I can hear when I see that photo. I bet if you just like type in Mark Zuckerberg, the first thing that's going to like auto populate is sunscreen. <laughs> if not, we should uh, start a GoFundMe to get that Russian bots to make that the very first thing that pops up on the search engine. Like you could get that trending on like Twitter or Facebook as the number one subject. I bet he would love that. I can't stop looking at it. It is so bizarre. <laughs> it's so bizarre. <laughs> oh man that's hilarious (laughs) i think yeah well you got anything else i do i have one last story to take us out on a good note it's uh all about hope so a father of two was completely gutted when his penis fell off due to an infection this week science has grafted a new penis to his arm to make it grow, which they will then reattach to his body. This man got a blood infection and you're thinking, okay, well, his dick fell off from an infection, right? (laughs) How do you get dick infection? I mean, I could kind of see maybe how like an STD or Right. right. Like you could logically go down like, okay, there are certain ways that like you could get a dick infection, but no, He got an infection in his perineum, which, of course, is the gooch. Right. Or the taint. Or the grundle. Or the taint. Or the ABC, which, of course, stands for the ass ball connection. That's right. (laughs) So he got an infection in his perineum, which went sepsis. And then the blood infected made his penis fall off. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) The father of two turned to alcohol, feeling like a shadow of a man for two years after losing his penis due to a grundle infection. But don't worry, a doctor created a bionic penis and uh, built out of skin from his left arm and connected it to nerves and blood vessels in the shape of the dick and attached it to his arm so it could get accustomed to being a part of his body before attaching it to his urethra to give him the sense of being a man again. Mike, didn't South Park do an episode where they grew Mr. Garrison's penis back on a mouse's back or something? This is a you. How long would you have to walk around with a penis on your arm? I can't lie. Having a penis on your arm for four years is a really strange thing to live with. But I am determined that this penis will ultimately be used for what it was built for. Oh my god. Smashing ass. Smashing puss. <laughs> Smashing puss. <laughs> oh my god. There's so many weird there things. Is hope. <laughs> you're a father and you're like, well, I'm gonna turn to alcohol because I'm no like I don't know. Like I imagine like losing your penis would be horrific. Horrendous. Horrific. But, but would it make you're you have two kids, right? So at least you have right. a legacy to live off of. Sure. You are at an advanced age. Like dicks only last a certain amount of time. Exactly. Right? Like, exactly. When do you stop getting hard? Like 50, 60? Who like, knows? Th- who knows? How old's your dad? <laughs> Let's find out if he still gets hard. <laughs> no. We're not asking my dad if he still gets hard. <laughs> How old is he? He's Almost 60? Man, I should know this. I think he's getting close to 60. He was born in 61, so what would that make him? Yeah, like 59. Yeah. Yeah. Like next year will be 60, right? Like 2021. Yeah. 
Yeah, 40 and 20. Yeah, if I'm doing my math right. So he's 59. <laughs> but he's like a fit 59. So I bet he, I bet he smashes. I bet he, I bet he still gets hard. <laughs> but he probably takes a little blue chew just to like, you know, a little extra. So anyway, this guy with a penis on his arm. <laughs> 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 that's great so okay any of us out there. now would you would you do this is the question that's a question for father richard yeah if you that's um, hard to say at the age of 59 what part of his arm you already have two kids is it like on his wrist or is it like his up by the arm, shoulder like his up like his bicep like imagine a just a dick hanging down your bicep <laughs> and you think they would do it symmetrically right to like go along with your body line they didn't they made it so it hangs off the side with just like a limp dangle off the side of his arm. Is there a picture of this? No, I'm making all this up. <laughs> <laughs> well, the story's real, but I'm making up the, where they attached it and everything for comedic purposes. I think there is a picture online. It's one of those there has to be, right? Like we would only read this story looking for a picture, but a lot of websites <laughs> won't actually give you that <laughs> full satisfaction. They blur it out. They blur it out in the picture. Yeah, like what's the point of that then? It's like it's like on his forearm, like oh That's what God. I said, it's on the forearm. <laughs> like cuz that's where one of your like main arteries is, like the best <laughs> access to like nerves and shit. <laughs> you should definitely google the picture. I just searched man with penis on his arm. And <laughs> I will but not on this computer cuz that's my work computer. I don't want <laughs> trigger some kind of investigation i love how like i love how like every picture is blurred about it too like oh we can't show the penis on the arm like i don't know for me it stopped like, why did I come? of course i want to see this that's why I re i'm reading this article like how dare you <laughs> oh, and of man. course if you're gonna get a graft dick you better make it the size of my forearm I, like I, if i'm getting a new dick it's gonna be like the judging, grade a yeah judging like, like top, tip top of the line dick. I ain't going for like micro dick. Judging like, by the blur, they made it, you know, pretty decent. Yeah. That's so weird, man. It's so weird. I want to scare people with my new dick. You know, I don't want it to just be some kind of like, yeah, it's all right. It's average. That's bizarre. I like, wonder no, how that's going to be a fucking tree trunk for a, a dick. I wonder how that's going to work. No, I was just scroll it down. It probably there. won't, right? Like they always talk about these things, and you're like, "Oh, cool, they grew him a dick." And they're like, "Well, actually, it's not really a dick. It's it's a flap of skin. It's dick like. like. <laughs> it's dick-ish, and yeah, it'll get hard. Oh, it's so like blood flow will make it become a wreck. No, we put a little balloon in the bottom, and when he pu pumps it up manually with like <laughs> air, it gets kind of hard. And you're like, "Whoa, <laughs> what is the point here?" Like. <laughs> That's a lot of guys. The early penis surgeries were, and they put a little balloon yeah. in the base of your dick, and you would pump it up. And I that's saw how you would get hard. Yeah, I saw when I was going to massage school. We had to look at cadavers, and and one of those times there there was like a a slew of genitals on the table, and my anatomy a teacher of genitals, seriously, maybe? it was really weird, dude. I've seen like penises and vaginas cut in all ways possible. It's very oh very weird, and a little creepy, but. Um, but anyway, like my anatomy teacher grabs one of the penises like in his hand and he squeezes it and these little like what look like glue sticks shoved in there come uh -huh. out. And he said, this used to be like Viagra. And he was yep. like, it was incredibly painful and incredibly terrible yep. for you. But in that, and that's where I was like, if I was a dude and I couldn't get hard 
And then someone's like, well, we do have this like glue stick we could shove in there and it's going to be very painful and you're, it's it's going to hurt and all this. Do you want to do that though? Like, I can't imagine being the guy that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's try that. Shove a glue it's stick in my dick. A hair transplant, right? Like, oh, we're going to cut the back of your skull, pull a flap of your hair particles and try to grow it in the front. It's extremely painful. It's probably not going to work. And you look better bald anyway. Do you right. want to do it? Yeah. Like and, uh, every guy goes, yeah, let's try that first. <laughs> and then like, I'll get to a point where I'm like, oh, yeah, I look fun. I look great with the shaved head. You know, it's like when you're 60, do you need your dick? Like, right. I know I'm only 20 years away. I'll probably be singing a different. Yeah, when you're 60, years, you'll be like, but... I don't need my dick. I, yeah. No, I get all of it. I get all like the the psycho psychological like trauma that that might put a dude, especially for how much like emphasis we put on dicks and making you a man, like a dick makes yeah. a man. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I wonder without a dick, do you lose like testosterone, like, like, uh, production? Well, did now, he like, have the his story balls didn't say, but balls are where testosterone right. produced. Yeah. But I would think if you're, if your dick fell out, fell off from a gooch infection, your balls your probably went balls with it. Probably went with it, right? <laughs> yeah, like you it would was, assume it's so. It's a three-piece set, and the balls are closer to the gooch anyway. Right. So right. You would think I would imagine balls. they were first to go. That's true. In, but, the, in the yeah, that's garbage fire. Let's try to get him on the show. <laughs> All right. I swear I won't ask him if he still gets hard. <laughs> oh, speaking of asking questions, hands down, booties up. Let me see you shake your rump. So are we going to, let's see, we're going to ask Father Richard if his, if his uh, dick got cut off, would he, would he want science to grow him a new one if it had to be on his arm for six years before they could reattach it? Oh. Hopefully this works. Hello, Lindsay. Oh, hello, Father. What's up? Nothing. We're, we just have a, a couple questions for you. Well, first. Oh, that's good. It's First. Wednesday night in Utah. in Utah. Of course, that's time for questions with Father Richard. So yeah. this 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 first question actually comes from a, a listener, Katie, who, who you might know. Um, she's a single mom, and she gets to experience what it's like to date at age 36 with some of these dudes. <laughs> single so, mom, 36. In the modern era, right, with all these fuck boys and fucking baby right. childs or so, man childs that are living out there. So, okay, um, she she's got three narrowed down. Now, okay, the first guy sent her a text. Matchmaker, matchmaker, <laughs> make me a match. So here's here's bachelor number one. Bachelor number one sent her a text that says, "LOL, well, let me come and eat you out." LOL, he's craving some pussy. Smiley face with his tongue out, and then another smile thing with its tongue out. So that's Bachelor hmm. number one. Bachelor was number one spelled C U M. No, no. Was that Bachelor <laughs> number one, or was that Trump? Missed opportunity. Well, how could you ever tell? Missed right? opportunity. So yeah. this Bachelor okay. number two. Now, now he says, "Yo, let me come up and twirl my tongue." And then he also has the exact same emoticon, emoticon with a like a mouth with like a tongue hanging out. Is there a universal like cunnilingus emoticon? <laughs> there that must be. Now? There must be. Now, bachelor number three is the only guy that actually wants to take her to lunch, but he has. The other two guys want to go to a sort certain kind of lunch, but it's just different. 
<laughs> but bachelor number three is a heavily dreadlocked adult in his 30s whose, li- whose life goal is to continue to live in his van. So dad, so dad, with let me remind you, bachelor number one says he's craving some pussy and he would like to come eat her out. Bachelor number two would like to twirl his tongue. And bachelor number three would like to live in a van the rest of his life. What? But lunch is included. But lunch is included. I dated but, within my 35 to 40 years when my dating years. Um, <laughs> and I couldn't believe I, I would never send a text like that to a girl. I know, right? Like, who <laughs> I mean, are these people? Never. The first two there. And the third guy, maybe she could go out with him and be like that solo guy, you know? <laughs> Does he climb mountains? Oh, does he climb mountains? Super rich. Yeah. Yeah, Does he get super rich living in the van? Because Alex on hold. He lives in a van and drives around and just climbs tall shit. Yeah. Yeah. I you can assume now there's a documentary on Amazon Prime called Vanin. V-A-N-I-N apostrophe. It's all about the people that have like turned to this van life. And when you say, Oh, somebody lives in their van, you're like, that's pathetic. But I gotta be honest, it's very attractive. I, am I very have to drawn agree to with you after mowing the lawn a, today. <laughs> yeah, of, of converting a van into an all-living, all-work space, like, shelter and just driving around and living in it and, like, being part of this culture that, like, meets up at KOAs across America okay. and, like, has barbecues and tells tales of the road. Okay, let me rephrase how I put this. This is a single mother, a mother with a uh, child – how old's the child? I, I go with like the van because of the fireplace apocalypse. or a fire station. Like, what's the law in Nebraska? Get, you can't you drop a kid up? Can't you drop a kid off up to the age eighteen and like <laughs> walk away scot free? Like in Nebraska, <laughs> isn't that a thing? I think this is a hard one. I think it's a hard one. No, I think number three, because with the way the world's going, you want to be mobile oh. with explosions and stuff. Get oh. the van, take off. You know, hey. Big bomb just went off here. We need to go somewhere else. There's a big ride in this city. Let's go this more over here. It's more peaceful. I think the van's the answer. Yeah, you know, and he'll probably eat you out too. Like, don't don't get him wrong. (laughs) He's just not leading with that. He has dreadlocks in a van. He'll eat you out. (laughs) Let's stop. Let's not get it twisted. (laughs) I I am like I am shocked. I am shocked. Like I would be horrified if, if like someone's like let me come twirl my tongue i can't think of a more worse way to or like I, the guy the other guy's like i'm craving some pussy ew who's like craving <laughs> who sits around craving pussy like, like, <laughs> like i don't know if you know the uh like definition for craving but it's like <laughs> i crave like chocolate i crave nachos but pussy yeah yeah yeah, I'm I going for go some pussy. Like you're never like, oh my god, I'm crazy. You're like, I could go for some pussy. Like if it's in front of me, you know, I'll, I'll twirl it around. You know, well, you know, our great leader does the same thing. So yeah, you know, true. he just grabs it. <laughs> no, he grabs it. He doesn't. He doesn't crave it yeah. to twirl around his tongue. It's a bizarre. Like I think, like like communicating without having to like face each other is like ruining people. Because would that knowing I, where she lives too is an it's an interesting that their like go to is Cunnilingus. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That says something about that state that actually <laughs> makes sense. You know, like I don't know. I don't want to say where she lives, but let's just say it's mile high. So I think the lack of oxygen is causing these boys to lose their sense of chivalry when it comes to dating. Right. You know? yeah, so man, like, hey, I don't know. Does it actually work? I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know too many women that would like 
respond respond to that. Right. We did lose Dennis for a moment there. His power went out. Your power is out at your house. It blipped. It came back on. Oh, okay. Maybe China heard you making those comments earlier. I think so. They were, they knew, they were, they saw me uncovering their their seed uh, conspiracy. Well, you were trying to take over TikTok from them, <laughs> exactly. sell it to Microsoft, and then you're part of that problem. I know you, Dennis. You would do yeah. that. That's something I you would do. To give me a portion of their sale. <laughs> so, so father, there was a story about a man who got a blood infection in his gooch, and he his penis fell off. So, Ooh. if this happened to you. And the solution was to graft a fake penis or a bio biomechanical. Is that what you said, Dennis? Bio was it biomechanical? Yeah, it, it was made from their own flesh, though. It was grown so to, flesh from a skin graft from the left arm. So basically, you'd have Whoa. to grow your penis back on your arm for four years. So you'd have a dong hanging from your forearm for four years. Would you do this at your age? Or would you just say, I don't need my penis anymore? And before you answer, <laughs> Forearm Dong is a great new band that I saw at Coachella last year. Okay, Forearm Dong. Well then, uh, probably not. I don't know if I'd want a penis on my arm for four years. For four you know, years? The, the thought of a mechanical penis that does, that does something for me. I'm like, wow, while you're like the $6 million penis, boom. That's gotta you know, be. Every time you got a boner, I'd be like, Richard, I'm far too young to get that joke, so I'm 40, so I know no one else that's listening. I they probably don't. Go ask your grandparents' kids that are listening about that joke. Say, the girls I could text. The six million dollar man got a hard on. What noise did it make? <laughs> and for kids our age go on youtube and watch the six million dollar man fights bigfoot it's the greatest fucking episode of television in human history oh i remember that episode i do remember that <laughs> yeah it doesn't get any better than than than, than that and we know bigfoot's real now with all the technology <laughs> we have That's we've true. got pictures we've got proof now yeah. right the, now we got do you proof believe in yeah. aliens this week, the Pentagon be- said they have recovered crash material from not of this earth. Is this all just yeah. like a hoax to set us up? Or is this like, are they disclosing real shit here? What is going on? Uh, don't know. You see some of those pictures they have from the Navy that ran into some weird stuff. And I don't know. It's weird. I've got an open mind. Yeah. My grandpa said you're only gave you on the bottom. If you saw the pictures that he showed me from his time in the Navy. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? Well, little navy humor, Lindsay. You know. Yeah, that's very, that's very fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust no one. Just remember that. Are you that's familiar true. with the Project Bluebeam? No. Project no. Bluebeam is a a plan by the Pentagon to fake an alien invasion using holograms and like fake news stories to simulate an alien invasion so that they could take over like power and uh, like institutes martial law. So the the fact that the Pentagon said that they have recovered crash material, I don't know. I can't believe that we actually have like disclosure in our time to say that the government says, yes, aliens are real and we have recovered material from an alien spacecraft. Yeah. I don't know. They're setting us up. They could be. Could be. With everything else, who knows? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. 
That's true. I don't think I would be like shocked anymore. You know, yeah. Nothing shocking. Nothing shocking. The Pentagon says they have recovered crash material, and we just go, eh. Have you seen yeah. Love on the Spectrum? It's about autistic <laughs> people in Australia. Have you seen? Date. Have you seen Mark Zuckerberg's <laughs> ridiculous amount of sunscreen? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh man. Have you seen that, Richard? Have you have you zucked it up this week on your travels? It's a new uh, way no, that I'm kids are to... putting on sunscreen. Yeah, just just Google Mark Zuckerberg sunscreen, and you'll see the picture everybody's talking about. It's okay, not even I'll, it's not even I'll a news story. It's just a dude who put too much sunscreen on. But it's just fascinating <laughs> to me that everyone's like, "Oh my god, he put too much sunscreen." It's like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, the things that we really pay good attention to here. Yeah, right. World's falling apart, but like hey, he, Mark Zuckerberg, he put on way too much sunscreen. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, we're we're bleeding horseshoe crabs, we're blood harvesting horseshoe crabs, but Mark Zuckerberg put on way too much sunscreen. <laughs> oh geez, um, and you got to worry about sleeping with demons too, you know? Yeah, sleeping with demons. You know. Yeah, the that The duck, yeah, the demons' dreams. You know, you. You have sex with a demon in your dream, and you're in trouble. <laughs> I'm That's how you cure COVID. Get the demon spur. <laughs> or it's how you get COVID. That's what it is. That's how you get COVID. Yeah. That's how you get COVID. Ironically, it's how you get yeah. it and cure it. You have to do it twice. It's one of those like bop, 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 bop situations. Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good note to end right there. Yeah, that's a good note to end, as always. I thank you, so. Father. I think we're going to make uh, Katie's dating life uh, part of the question every time. It seems like she's got enough creepers. We should. Yeah, she's got some interesting ones. Yeah, <laughs> stay away from the first two. Trust me. Yeah. I would, I would uh, pass on all three. Let's try again next let's week. Let's try again. Let's I, let's go for yeah, round let's try two. Again. <laughs> let's clear yeah. the board. You know when you're playing Risk and someone's about to take Australia like your last stronghold? You know if you clear the pieces off with your arm, the game never happened. And you didn't actually <laughs> That's lose. Right. That's so right. I think on this, Australia this gives Katie's, you five armies. <laughs> yes, on Katie's Tinder adventure. Let's just let's clear the, the board. Let's clear the board. Start over next let's week. Let's clear the board. Clear the board. <laughs> yep. Like, oops. Oops, it the game is over. <laughs> Game's over. I don't know where I was at now. <laughs> yeah. All right, Father. We'll stay safe. Yep. Stay wise. You you guys too. And we'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Okay. Safe See you, bye. travels, safe adventures, going on your river journey this week. He hung up. He hung up mid mid song. He's like, "Well, fuck this." <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's anti song. It's cool. I'm just trying to live a more magical life. Okay, you know, in this time of COVID, of all these dark and dreary like stories, I want more magic in my life. So I watched Hamilton on Disney Plus. So now I'm gonna start rapping and singing everything. That's that's a great idea. <laughs> Speaking of that. I have a little treat for everybody. So uh -oh. my nephew's staying with us and uh, him and Brandon have been messing around, making up funny songs. That, you, who, is, is that the teenager you've yeah. been posting pictures about? Like, yeah. who is that grown man? I know, right? Well, Jesus. he's really coming to his own and he's really interested in making music. And this, this really makes me happy because this really feels like, oh, 
Maybe like making ridiculous and silly songs is part of in our genetics. Maybe he can be the one to carry the torch to the next generation. You've hung up the silly guitar. You <laughs> you, you just don't got it anymore. Just making don't have silly it. songs about about uh, uh funny topics is is a young man's game. It's a so young man's pass, game. Pass the torch to the to the new generation. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I do. All right, check this out. Oh yeah. It's a love song. Don't it, it sounds like a love song, doesn't it? Look, girl, I love you so much. I make a bunch of dudes go and yeah, yeah. Baby, you so fly, so live, you make me blind. The way you be moving in the clubs make me wanna lose my mind. Them idiots bitches say you got an STD. Baby, I love you so much, I don't even care if it hurts when I pee. But the problem is, you don't even know that I exist. How many dead animals do I gotta put in your mailbox before we start having kids? What time it is? Well, it's time to get funky. Whoa. But here I am at home, crying and getting chunky. Make my goddamn phone ring, bitch. Ring, oh, my bad. That was a derogatory statement. Very derogatory. Look, I'm just tired, girl. I'm tired. I'm so tired of waiting. When I think of you farting in my face, it's so delightful. If you end up hurt, she's gonna we'll film it, and we will go viral. I tuck my between my legs to make me look like you, but when I turn around the mirror, it looks more like beef stew. We could go cosplay as a couple of kitties. We could do the dance of Alabama hot pocket shimmy. We could do the hot pocket shimmy. Whoa. Baby, please don't make me beg on my knees. Don't make them me mad. smash that burger with extra cheese. I looked through your window the other night and you were watching Friends. Don't make them Who's mad. this Jewy dude? Please tell me he's just a trend. Oh, girl, I get it. You're just trying to make me jealous. I hung myself upside down, thought of you, and gave myself a pearl necklace. Hey, I know what females be liking. You want to meet my mom? Well, next time I go and visit her in rehab, I'll let you come along. Now that's love. I wanna lick your toes, baby Wanna eat that cheese between your motherfucking toes Wanna pull your hair, I don't even care How it turns out in your underwear I wanna know the tampon brand she uses Let you smack my ass until I'm full of lots of bruises Turn the tap down until my nipples are nice and hard When you leave the scars on the table I collect them in a motherfucking jar I tell a new little baby me and you will go so far Don't you agree, Brandon? I, I agree I, That agree. love's going far When I think I of you farting in my face It's so delightful And I heard you squirt and we'll feel it And go motherfucking viral So my penis from my legs to make me look like you But when so I turn around away. the mirror It looks more like be still <laughs> It's pretty good for like a 15 year old, right? I didn't realize the first part is your grown husband. I was very shocked at first. I'm like, that's a real next level, like understanding to be rapping about. And then when the, the child came in that I, I was like, oh, okay. Yes. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> hey, that's better than any Macklemore or little peep song I've heard. That's fucking right. great. It's fun. huh? It's, I was yes. like, that's, that's fantastic. I'm, I was like super proud. Yeah. I don't know if I'd play that for his mom though. Maybe not the uh, motherfucking bitches. Uh... <laughs> Well, you know, I think that's part of it. You got to play it. We played it for our parents when yeah, we, when true. we, when we made a song, I think we, we destroyed some relationships sometimes, but, uh, <laughs> that's true. And all I ever got, my dad was like, why in every picture is your mouth open all the time? 
I think if you're, say, yeah. if you're doing something right. smiling. I don't know. If you're doing something right, your parents shouldn't understand it, right? <laughs> right. As Will Smith once said, the wise Will Smith once said, parents just don't understand. They don't that understand. That is supposed to be, that what makes it good, right? Of course, they're not going to understand it. <laughs> no, I was very proud of him. And that is very good. Hopefully they can continue that. Like, I, I need to hear the follow-up to Bitch Fart in My Face. <laughs> is that the title of that track? I, that was the verse that I heard. Yeah, I love it. I just love it. But <laughs> that's a Congratulations. Good... I think your influence uh, uh, really paid off on this one. <laughs> I see a bright future on TikTok for this guy. <laughs> right. Well, that concludes our show. I think it was a good week. We've learned a lot. We have learned a lot. We definitely have a title. It's one of those easy weeks where the title of the show just writes itself. What's the title of the show? Zucking it up. Zucking it up. I thought it was, I thought we might put like penis arm in there somehow, but yeah, that's too on the nose. Or as they say now, that's too a dick on your forearm. You know, like <laughs> too, I like zucking it up. That's that's too. There's got to be a, a funnier way to say dick on your arm, right? <laughs> yeah, a floppy dong on your forearm, right? <laughs> yeah. Four dong. Four dong. No. Four arm dong. Four arm dong. You know, it sounds like maybe that's like an Asian you know, movie I, I, I didn't get to watch that like won the Oscar for best foreign language. You know, four arm dong. Four arm dong. Uh, all right. I think that's... I think that's good. We're going to have UK Peter take us out. Take us out, Peter. Very apropos. I hope you have learned something today. Lord Jesus knows, I certainly have. Please remember to go suck yourselves before going out in the sun. I'm going to go wank off my arm penis now. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs>